She's a doctor. Hi, I'm Dr. Dobek, and she's a dietitian. Hey, I'm Hannah Schuyler, and together we are the Doctor Dietitian Collab. It's been so long oh, since we've said that. No, but it feels so good. We're back. We're back. And today. We have Dr. Diana Lane on the podcast for season two. Season two. Can you believe it's been one year since our first episode? I know. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. I guess it would be a podversary. Something like that. Uh, yeah. Something. Whatever. But we're hip podcasters now. Yes, we can we're super say that hip. in season two. Yeah. Well, welcome, Dr. Lane. Hello. How are you? Great. How are you guys? I'm so excited to be here today. We're very excited to have you, not just here, but in Florida and Body by Bariatrics. Yeah. And I think our all of our fans, everybody wants to know who you are, our story, how we met. I mean, we're gonna go, we're gonna go unhinged on this. Go episode. deep. We're gonna yes. go deep. deep. <laughs> we gotta get to know you. Yeah. So, you know, we were talking about you being on the podcast in the OR today, and um, our scrub tech, um, Jim, who's our fave, he was like, Are you guys gonna put a parental advisory on this one? Are you guys gonna go like are you gonna really show oh. who she is? We haven't done a parental advisory yet. We need to Need it this we time. Could. We want we want people to know that we're very professional, but we do we're humans too. We, we are have some fun. Yes. We really do. So Dr. Lane, Diana, we are we are truly like Hannah said, thrilled that you are here. And we do have a lot to go over. And you told me not to start it with. So tell us about yourself. So we won't get worst we won't question get, ever. It is the worst <laughs> question ever. But I want to start off with actually it happened. We're we're recording the podcast right now. We're in Hannah's house. And I want to talk about the moment that actually occurred for me on this side at your house when I got an email from Diana and yeah. I was like, oh, look at this. Oh. So how how we met, how did this all come to be? I, I'm sure people are very curious on how we became partners so quickly after yes. opening Body by Bariatric. So tell about your your strategy on getting yes. it off. So the strategy was very vast. Um, as a fellow, you kind of try to go to basically where you want to be. So I'm from Florida. I really wanted to come back to Florida. My family's from Florida. I grew up in Florida. I went to uh, Florida State, go Knowles. Oh. Um, oh. I know. I know. Hannah. Oh. Uh, Hannah's a UF. I'm a gator girl. The gator girl. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, that is a little bit of a thing. It's right. It's okay. okay. My sister went to Florida State. We got over it. Exactly. <laughs> a lot of my friends went to UF, so yeah. it's fine. Um, so I wanted to come back to Florida, and it was very hard for me to get a job, especially in uh, bariatrics. And that is my passion. That is my life. So I really wanted to be a bariatric surgeon. I didn't want to be a general surgeon. Um, so I decided to send an email, make a website about myself to all the bariatric surgeons in Florida. And Dr. Dobik was the first person to respond. Shocker. <laughs> like 12 <laughs> seconds after she got the email, you probably got a response because <laughs> well, that's how it works. I was like, Hannah, look at this. Yeah. Check out this chick. And then I was looking at her, at her website that she made and it was phenomenal. And I'm like, I love the proactiveness of it all. Mm-hmm. Like I love the initiative to be like, I want a job in this geography and I'm not going to use a recruiter. I'm going to just go like boots on the ground yes. and find me a job. Yes. And that is really, I mean, it takes courage and you put yourself out there. And I was just at this women's conference and we we're talking about, you know, like just trying to, to have the courage and blah, blah, all the, all the things. And you did it. 
Yeah. Yes. And what no one knows is I think going from, you know, education for what, 14 years yeah. to, you know, real world, like to build a website and you guys do that amazingly. And, you know, to, you know, take, yeah, no one pictures. really teaches you those skills no, right? of that stuff. You're just yeah. so focused singularly on like your like medical education is right. the thing. Like no one teaches you. I mean, even us, you going through this with body by bariatrics, oh. like just the whole business side of everything. Oh Cause oftentimes you are, you're just kind of funneled. You get into obviously you do applications and stuff like that but you're just like funneled through these programs where they're doing all of this behind the work scenes for you totally and now it's like yeah oh i have to i have to do something like what yeah Yeah, i think that you know a lot of people always think like oh you want to be a surgeon you want to make all this money you want to do these things when you talk about being so singularly focused on the actual craft of it and the technicality of it and doing the operation doing them safely recognizing complications all of the things you are so tunnel vision that we were talking about actually your story with getting covid i don't know if you want to um share some personal things yeah that I mean, you guys, tell about all the details of how hard you were working and all the circumstances. And then, well, go ahead. Tell the story. Um, Of COVID? Yes. So COVID, um, that was 2020. Um, Us as residents, we went into a 24-hour, we were only in the hospital 24 hours, and we worked 24 hours at a time. Um, We would go home for a day or two, and then we would come back. But you were the only person in the hospital. And as a surgical resident, we weren't doing um, any elective surgery, so meaning bariatrics uh, wasn't happening. Anything that you had already scheduled in the clinic was not coming into the operating room. So we were kind of the, if anything was needed in the hospital, we would help with it. And we did a lot of the central lines, which is basically big IVs and all of the arterial lines, which uh, helps us tell if the patient is oxygenating okay through COVID. So I actually was working throughout the night. Um, I was on 12-hour shifts at this time, and I started not feeling well. I was like, okay, my heart rate is up, but I was the only person available to work, so I was working through the nights. And then I remember not being able to drive home. I was very – I don't remember my drive home. Um, My husband was very worried, and then I started gasping for air, and I was like, oh, gosh, I have COVID. And then I, you know, I woke up. My husband woke me up I put an O2 oxygen on me and it said that I had uh I was saturating 75 percent I think it was and he basically didn't give me the option because one thing that you should know is that doctors are the worst patients (laughs) you don't want to go in the hospital you don't want to you don't you don't want to have anything to do with it so he forced me at that point he was my boyfriend but now he's my husband um to go to the hospital and I got to choose what ER doctor that I liked best because I worked at all of the hospitals (laughs) in the area ended up going to you know the one closest to me and I was admitted and you know thanks to all the doctors there um I was able I stayed for a day of course I was like get me out of here get me out of there they wanted me to stay more and I was like no get me out of here and you know yeah I mean that's frightening you're so sick that you just but you're like but I'm the only one that can do the shift. Like, there's no, like, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna call phone it. It's into not like life. a normal job where you're like, oh, I'm calling in sick, and you're like, yeah. there's no one. We already had three people out from COVID. Um, you were the one on the night shifts. Everyone else, there was four hospitals that we covered. There just wasn't enough people. Wow. And you know, it's so it's an intense lot. life. I don't know why we we think, but we're we're obsessed and we're obsessed with it. You know, and it's exactly it, it's it's hard to describe. So you develop we. Uh, so, 
lot of you know, the whole thing is you go to high school and you grew up in Florida. Yes, I went to, a lot of people actually know St. Thomas Aquinas. Um, we're very known for football, so I went to oh. high school in, at St. Thomas in Fort Lauderdale. Went to Florida State for undergrad. Came back down to South Florida at Nova in Fort Lauderdale for medical school. Oh. And then I got admitted to uh, my residency I did in New Jersey. And then you just were in Texas. You did a one-year fellowship. Uh-huh. At Houston, well. Houston Methodist Hospital. There we go. So we're all over the country. All this training, 14 years after high school. And here we are. You know, you're already it's doing crazy. cases, too. Love it. I know. Uh-huh. She's just the ground running here. Like, she, <laughs> people are like, oh, on social media, like, oh, I want Dr. Lane. I'm like, all right, well, yeah. I'm, go, oh, go. Like, please. I know. Seeing new patients, operating, phenomenally skilled surgeon. And that was Thank one of you. the things that really attracted me to you was seeing on your, your website that you sent. She had OR. It was just a one-page landing page. It, was, it wasn't, it was you know, multiple tabs, but got the job done and mm-hmm. told about her. And then it had two videos of her operating. And I know like Hannah and some other people in her office and my husband and who's like involved in this whole thing, they're all like leaning in like, so how is she? Like, yeah, what do you think? no, I remember that was like one of the first things you did say. You were like, "Oh my god, I got this! Look at her website. Her suturing is amazing," or something like that. And I was like, "I mean, yeah, it looks great." Like, I was like, "This is sure, very, very good. yeah." So I even spoke to her program director. I'm like, "Is that her?" Yeah. Yeah, it's her. And I'm like, okay, great. And I said, you know, is is she, Is this is laparoscopic and this is her skills. Because this is like, a, it's a challenging skill set. It takes forever to learn. And there's this horrible learning curve. I'm like, okay, so she's already like completely proficient at like all of this stuff. And it, like, absolutely. She can do this on her own. She's been doing cases. She's like killing it. And I'm like, all right, well, let's go. Super exciting. Yeah, so that is awesome. So you come, um, you move back to your, your home state here in Florida, and you, you talked about your boyfriend now, husband, and tell a little bit about why you needed to be in specific areas of what he does and how your kind of life is passing in the night kind of relationship yes. that you guys <laughs> So fun fact, me and my husband actually lived apart for the first year of marriage because he is a pilot, and um, he was based at of Philadelphia, which is where I had residency. And so now we were super uh, fortunate that he now is based out of Orlando. And it was one of the only places in Florida that had a base. He flies for Frontier. So shout out to, you know, Michael Lane, if you're ever on <laughs> Frontier Airlines. Yeah. Um, but, um, and we were super excited because he can be home at night and I can see him and we're not living two weeks apart um, every month. So yeah, that, that is awesome. exciting. And hopefully in a couple years I will have kids and I need my family to take care of them. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's so great that you're, I met your mom and, um, she's, she's awesome. And She's she's an entrepreneur uh, herself and your father and I met your brother and uh, I haven't met your sister yet though so hopefully she's listening she's she'll be coming up soon okay she's, yes, she's an accountant oh yeah okay very good and your brother's in marketing yes and um and then your father owns funeral homes yep. and uh, your mother's uh, owns a dress shop yep. It's and then I'm the only doctor, so I don't know how we got here, but yeah. we're here. Yeah, like so I know it's I, I I it's hard when people are like, how'd you get into this? Like why bariatrics? And that is a hard question, but but do you remember a moment that maybe you didn't know like right out of the gate you wanted to be bariatrics? Because that's I didn't. later. Mm-hmm. But like what made you decide like I like medicine? I wanna I wanna think about going into medical school. Like was there a moment or like a compilation of events? Yes. Yeah, so my brother actually almost died when he was born and I was six years old at the time. Mm. Um, and I remember I wanted to be a neonatologist 
fast forward, didn't really like pediatrics, loved the patients, um, but pediatrics just wasn't my thing. And then I realized I did a trauma rotation and I loved surgery. I was like, I can fix everyone. This is like right in front of me. It's very fixable. So I decided to do surgery. It was very last minute. And then bariatrics is a whole nother story. Um, I just remember my my residency program was very uh, prevalent in the area for bariatrics. And I remember all of my bariatric surgeons were uh, males. One of them was, you know, a little bit more uh, was overweight, but everyone was like skinny. They didn't really know they were males. And I was like, this is, and my family is all um, battles with obesity. And my mom had gotten a, actually a bypass. And I just remember how can you tell all these people if you have just to not eat? Mm-hmm. And it was very impersonal. And, um, and I wanted to, you know, really help because I've struggled with obesity my entire life. And I felt like I could really um, help the patients and just to be able to identify with them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Having that relatability can really make a big difference. I mean, yeah, yeah I think we get that question a lot, too. It's like, well, have you had surgery? And it's like, we haven't. And and but it, we see the patients. And I think, too, as women, like exactly. a lot of men just don't get it. And we've seen our mothers. We've seen our aunts and uncles. We've seen our friends. We've seen more people struggle with it, I think. And I, I just don't know that everybody sees the struggle that it is. Mm-hmm. You know? People don't get it. They just uh-huh. don't, they don't, they don't really even get the specialty. They don't get the no, surgery. Right. We're talking about this earlier today too. Yeah. I met some people and they're, they're just so, uh, we know that society's reference point for it. There's very few TV shows, right. but now it is turning to gain popularity and yeah. a little bit more and a little bit more normalized. And that's what we're here to do. We're trying yeah. to normalize bariatric surgery exactly. and popularize it. And, you know, you coming out here right out of the gates, like on your website, again, that, that I, I, I got my magnifying glass out. I read every word of it, looked at every video and everything, you know, you put right out there. I have my own personal weight struggles and just the, I don't know, just like you get it, you know, yeah. and, and I can t- tell you get it. And I think that you're going to just be such an asset to our program, to our patients and just to the, the yeah. whole specialty. Absolutely. But I wanted to take it back to you saying about like all the people that you saw throughout this training um, were male. And just, you know, being a female in a very male dominated space, we talk on our podcast about just our own personal, you know, man, we're, we want to inspire others, but like, how do you like decide, Oh, I really like surgery. Like, was there a moment when you're like, Oh God, like, I don't really want to do this. Or were you, and, and did you ever have any like struggles or like, or stories where like some of these attendings said something to you that was just like, mm, that was unnecessary or like any moments like that? Um, there were a lot of moments, I wouldn't say a lot, but there were some moments where if I was too forward or say the same thing that my male co- counterpart did, they're like, well, Diana, you're too loud and straightforward. And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm, <laughs> my counterpart said the same thing and they didn't get in trouble. So why am I getting in trouble? It's just kind of that kind of uh, dynamic. Um, I think people see females as a lot more, you know, laid back, take the back seat. They're very... Um, I don't know. Passive. Uh, passive. Yes, yeah. yes, passive. Um, so when they see someone that's, you know, in your face, a go-getter, saying exactly, you know, what we need, what we need to do, um, it kind of throws some people off. But other than that, um, I was very fortunate that, you know, as a female, I was very welcomed into the group and um, I didn't really have that much, you know, male versus female, but that was the main thing that I saw. They just yeah. weren't used to me. 
I know. Giving it straight. Direct. Yeah. Very direct. Well, and it is. It's it's when you look at what people say is like good qualities in men, but they're bad qualities in women. Like in a man, you'd be called like assertive, but in, you know, as a woman, you're called like bossy. Or, exactly. You know, and just like the different words that we use to describe that. And I know you've experienced that a lot, Dr. Jovek, with you know, just in, in previous things where it is, it's, it, it's, it's the two, you're too much, you're too loud, you're too tall, you're too blonde, you're too, you know, dominant, you're too forward or whatever. And it's like, just stop calling me too anything or too much compared to what, like, yes. and if I'm too much, go find less. Like that's <laughs> exactly how I got said that, but like, it is, it's true. It's like, well, I don't, I don't know what you want from me. Cause I'm not going to change it for you because right. you have this expectation that, I should be meek and timid. Yeah. Like, but what's great is that I got here. So I wouldn't, the thing is that I would never, you know, do anything differently because I got to, you know, this is right. my dream. This is what I've always wanted to do. Yeah. I'm here. So I would never, you know, be sorry for anything. No. In unapologetic. We no, love absolutely. Unapologetic. Yeah. We, Are you excited to move into private practice after being in this like huge, like big hospital systems for so long? Yeah. How is this adjust? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually love it just because I can take care of my own patients. You're really in the nitty gritty and you're learning the business side of things. And as we said before, my family has all small businesses. So I like learning that aspect of medicine um, because a lot of doctors don't know that. And that's part of the issue with our field. I think that, you know, all these hospital systems are um, paying all these doctors and they're the doctors of the hospital system. So they don't know anything of the behind the yeah. scenes. So. I think it's a very big misnomer when patients come in, they're like, oh, well, you know, like insurance. I'm like, before this, before these last two weeks, I didn't know anything about insurance. So, sure. Yeah, I don't know. Same with me. I mean, I think in in any kind of corporate setting, I worked, you know, previously in a hospital. Before that, I worked in in, um, dialysis centers and you start to learn some stuff, but you're so shielded from it because there's somebody else, there's an admin to take care of it. Exactly. There's somebody else that is like, you know, that that's all I just would say, here's, here's, you know, the bill for my services or whatever, just take care of it. And now right. it's like, now we no, we got to figure that out ourselves. And, yeah. you know, being only, gosh, what, five months old. I know. Like, Actually, yeah, we like just had just our five, five month months. Inter- yeah, month anniversary. Anniversary. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I think, you know, it has been learning and it's, I think it's, you know, being young too, I think it's really cool to be coming into this and like just stepping out of that like system of, oh, yeah. Just feeling like controlled. I mean- yeah, it, it's so, it's so different mindset of you. You know, there's the resident fellow, trainee, academic. I have to do research and papers, and 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 sometimes I'm like, record this. Or this makes a killer video to present at our national conferences, and this is an amazing case or thought or like let's like make it evidence based, and like we do a lot of same day discharges, right. and we want to make sure we're doing it safe, and so we're there's still that component, but it's now there's a lot more autonomy. You have a brand and you have a voice, and I want you on social media, and I want you connecting with the patients right. where they are exactly, and that develops these intimate relationships that are really hard to achieve in a when you're a hospital employed, I feel yeah. like. Oh, and, definitely. Um, especially if you're academic because they want it to be like the Mayo Clinic and there's like a bunch of faceless kind of no-named doctors. Like if you were like, who's come out of like Mayo or Cleveland Clinic and there's like, it's kind of hard to know like who's the heads there because they want to keep it 
that way. You know, exactly. like, it's very just like white coat. Like, I mean, obviously you have the prestige and everything, but when when you tell someone you're there, like, oh, I'm the chief of surgery at Mayo Clinic, like, obviously I would be impressed by that, but I couldn't tell you who that person is, exactly. you know? Um, I mean, I don't know anywhere what that would be, but, I know. but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think it, it is. It's, you're, you are, you're more faceless, nameless, I know. Kind of could replace you, swap exactly. two people out, and no one would have any, be any the wiser. But so, I like this. Yeah. You know who we are. We're in oh, your yeah. face. There's a, a lot of pictures with a lot of pink and a lot of yes. um, just yeah. lots of hot pink. A lot of hot pink. I know. I love the pink. Okay. Yeah. I like the pink. I know. I remember when I first looked at Body by Mary Ash, I'm like, this is pink. It is. And then I went on your podcast and I listened to everything that I knew and I was like, oh, wow, like, I know that there's well, the specific pod- kinds of yes. pinks for each. There part. are. There's two different yeah. pinks. Yes, the podcast and, and Body by Bariatrics have two different pinks. They're very similar. They're very similar. Hey, the podcast had it first. And, so it's a naked eye. Really can't tell them apart. Yeah. But I make sure that we have, like, a number. It's FF00E5 it is, is our Body by Bariatrics pink. pink. Yep. It was a very specific thing. I don't know the one for I don't either. I just, it's from, it's from Good old Canva. Canva. Everything yeah. about the Canva. So that was just part. me finding a pink I liked. Honestly, sometimes I just would, I'll go and like use the little dropper tool. Oh, I And know. if you find one that you like, then you just pull it. So yeah. yeah. Not very scientific well, selection. Of, we got Chief of Canva in the house. Yeah, Canva right. Skyler, RD. Like, she, she knows. Chief of website. <laughs> Chief. You guys, what you do is you get the dropper. Yeah. And then, and then you can really pull that pink. Yeah. You like that pink. you like, you. yeah, you like, yeah, I used to do that all the time when I needed specific brand colors. Yeah, it's like great. Go to their website and take it because oh. you just then it's the right one. It's it just no idea. Is so <laughs> stinking talented. Can I yes. get another Hannah appreciation obsession? Uh, like, oh my god, I'm addicted. I thought you were going to say another Hannah, and I was like, we might need one of those. <laughs> we do need another Hannah, probably, and we want to expand and keep growing. Yeah. And like with with females, like yeah. I we love. 85 to 90 percent of those who undergo bariatric surgery not just here but nationally are female mm-hmm. and we're, we we do want to increase our male um patients always yeah. and and we we take males we're not just we we, we treat a lot of yeah. phenomenal men and oh yeah love it um but again just be who you are and i i was kind of curious like am, is this going to be a like repellent almost to men are they going to be like oh i don't want to go to this practice but we treat men of all ages. I mean, what? I had three on my schedule the other day. Yeah. It, I mean, I That's loved true. it. I was like, yeah, let's do this. Right. That's yeah. true. I think it's, you know, it, it honestly probably does scare some men away. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't doubt that. But they're going to find somebody else. And, like, the reality is that there's enough surgeons, there's enough patients, that they're going to find the fit for them. And we're not, we're not for everyone. And we That's had this true. conversation yes. the other day about, you know, my style isn't going to be for every patient and your style isn't going to be for every patient. Your style right. isn't going to be, I mean, we all have our different, different style and we just have to accept that they can, again, they can find somebody else that meets their style and meets what they want. I am not going to be the most handholdy dietitian you've ever met. It's not my thing. I want you to learn and I want you to be autonomous and I want you to critically think and do all of these things. I'm not going to sit and and some people will, and that's fine. And some people need that more. And I, I will, I will, I will help you with whatever you need. I'm not trying to say I won't, but you know, I think there's a lot of people who love that very nurturing and, mm-hmm. and thing. And, and that's great. And it's same, same with our practice. Like it's right. just, we're going to be for some people. We're not going to be for others. You know, not everyone wants to listen to us chat about God knows what on a podcast <laughs> every week. Uh, or, you know, now coming back to hopefully every week guys. 
Yeah. No, we're doing it. Yeah. We're doing it. We're putting it out here, yeah. guys. We're going to come back weekly. Yeah. Until we're like, okay, season three will be the next time. Yeah. So there'll be another four-month hiatus. I know. But that we won't tell anyone about. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. I guess it four months? Probably about. Oh, God. I mean, it was like good. right after we opened. We kind of. I know. Well, guys, we, we have to get a big business off the ground. Yeah. We had to get this thing going. But here. How many surgeries have you done now? I think Since like 200. April? We hit 200 already. I think so. Wow. Yeah. And for all the listeners, that is insane. Yeah. It's, yeah. For, that's amazing. Yeah. For mommy's a five-month-old. <laughs> yeah, mommy's tired, but yeah. all the mommies are tired because yeah. we are like, you know, I, I mean, Hannah's killing it on nutrition and, and she also is our chief um, IT and website yeah. and Canva and podcast you and know. editor and like, I mean, we're just like scrappy. And, yeah. and that's the thing. We are like a, like a boutique kind of practice because you text us. We say it's us. We are texting you back. You yeah. know, it's it's all us. Yeah, it is. It is all us. How do you feel with with Diana coming on board? Do you think you're going to get a little less busy? Do you think that's going to be okay for you? Um, I mean, obviously, we know we have people to see. And we've I think people, that but. it's going to be. I feel like my happiest place is when I have like the time to like create and make things like new like yeah. new ideas like I have I'm always like Hannah what do you think about this yeah. and some of you are like like I sent her a poem the other day and you're like it's cute but I'm like she didn't like it okay that's fine <laughs> that's fine we're gonna have to air it out right now but and then like or you know that's silliness but just like other ways to like make this better and not yeah. just be like well this is how I've done it for the last 10 years like constantly almost exhaustingly like redefining how this looks and what works and what doesn't work and just like what people like and the experience and all the things. And I think that Diana is undeniably going to afford me more of that opportunity. We have 2024 is going to be undoubtedly like, I I mean, when you think about pinnacles and we talk about like, what is, what is, what is the, what is the, what are you looking for? What are you trying to achieve? I really feel like it's going to, to finally come together in 2024. And we are working on humongous projects, all of us. So I have Diana and I mean, honestly, I hope that we have another girl boss coming in like really soon. And so all you new bariatric surgeons out there. Yeah. Hey, (laughs) Hey, everybody, we, we want to, you know, just send us a cold email. Me, yeah, you know? right. Like, it's the new cold call. You never know. You yeah. Never know. You could be sitting here on Doctor X Dietitian and, and just going exactly. six months from now. It could be completely different. I know. Yeah. I got my eye on somebody out there, and she Ooh. knows who she is. Like, and I, I, I know. I do. I, I am also a deep, a deep, deep, deep stalker. You know, like I, I go down like <laughs> rabbit holes. It's a little creepy. Am creepy. It's fine it? though. I know. Like with the patients, I'm like, oh my god, is your dog okay? I saw that, and it was like. Oh, Ooh. how did you know that? I'm like, oh, uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I just, I, I don't know. Yeah. And then like, this is so random. I was on the, I was talking to a patient the other day and I talked to him initially. And then I was talking to him for his final consultation and before surgery. And I was, I was going to ask you this. And then in the background, just, you know, periodically you heard the beep. I'm like, you have not fixed your, <laughs> your, your smoke detector. Oh my detector. gosh. Yes. You were saying, I was sitting next to you. I was oh like, gosh. Yeah. she giggled. He was yeah. like, no, I haven't. I'm like, how, how do you sleep at night? I couldn't. No. No. I know I'm going off on a tangent. Now we're no. talking about smoke detectors and, and the beep. And this like, is the personalized service you get, y'all. Yeah. We will also remind you to change your smoke detector I'm like, batteries. I'm worried about you. Yeah. I'm worried about you, sir. I need you to. I'm, I'm worried, worried about their to... mental health because if you can stand that. That's intense. I can't. 
it beeps once and I will, I will take the thing off the wall oh, and unplug it until if and I don't have battery. I mean, I have, we bought like a 10 pack of batteries so that if it happens, I'm ready. Absolutely. Like, that's the one thing yeah. that I would be at the ready or actually I'll be like, Aaron, we're yeah. Aaron, like, Aaron. Oh, there's always a I'm lot on of ladder. Like, oh gosh. Aaron, just fix the, fix it, make it stop. Or like, do, 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 please charge Roomba. You're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's another one. Like that is just like, oh, gosh. Yeah. This is insane. Okay. So <laughs> I want to play a game. Okay. Oh. I didn't know that. 180. I don't even know what happened, but it just popped in my mind. And I'm like, I want to go here. I want to ask a series. And Hannah, you got to participate okay. out, of rapid fire questions to Diana to really get to know her with just a few words answers to each one. And then we go to a next totally random question. No thoughts, you. just vibes. Oh, gosh. Yeah, no thoughts, now just nervous. vibes. Oh, my gosh. You were nervous when we started the podcast, but now you see I'm like, listen, you're like, what are we going to talk about? Don't worry about don't it. Worry about I don't it. even know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> but thing is, I could talk for hours to you. Like, don't worry. And, and Hannah, yeah. you know, she has... Uh, we got it. All right, let's go. All right. All right. So, do you have any pets? Yes. Sadie is a dog from Puerto Rico, and Obi is a cat that I got 12 years ago. Oh. Wow. Is Obi going to live with us much longer, you think? Stop. I hope so. Yeah, was that terrible? Yeah. Cats can live to be like 16, to be 17. Like, yeah, yeah, very old. Oh, he looks yeah, like, yeah. oh, like, like a like a kitten. Is so he hopefully. No. Oh, he's good. like very skinny. Tiny. He's oh, tiny. He's a tiny. I need one. to come meet Obi. Okay. Do you have one for her? Okay. Now I'm under pressure. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll keep going while you're thinking okay. about questions. Okay. What is your, if you were on death row, what would be your final meal? Like, doesn't matter about like, calories and i know that you're very health conscious and all this stuff but this is the last meal what would it be bananas foster wow foster what an answer that is it's my favorite is it wow really Mm -hmm. mike found the only place that makes a table side in houston for my birthday last year oh that's so nice this guy mike is like oh my god yeah he's amazing this husband of hers i told you we're doing a italian dinner sunday sauce yeah oh yes so her her remaining name is pansiera yes and so she is italian through and through and i don't know if any of you have had the the absolute honor to to have a sunday dinner with a true italian when the food just doesn't stop and they love her diana does that yes she's She's not getting ready (laughs) great great grandma like a yeah and all the cheese it all has to start with the cheese yeah. Well, I'm obsessed with cheese. Yes. Yeah. All right. Desert Island book. What would you bring? What would you bring on a desert island? Your favorite book. My favorite book. Pride and Prejudice. All right. Do you like the movies of those two? No, I like the book. Just the book. I like the movie too. I'll watch it over and over again. Right. Oh. Yeah, but like the like the Karen Knightley. Yeah. Okay. I have never read. Never read it either. Okay. I know. I always want to do a book club, and I'm always trying to... Yeah, but you're always, like, want to do, like, Brene Brown or something. I do. I can't (laughs) stop. Glenn Doyle, Brene Brown. I have to get into those kind of... I'm not Oh, I'm obsessed. I'm listening to Angela Duckworth Grit again for the millionth time. Like, I just can't stop. It's my favorite thing, and then I take notes, and... I have to, you know, I really have to... Listen. You don't have to. If that's not your thing, like, don't go into it. I can't even have fun. I can't read fiction anymore. I just have to. It yeah. has to always be about Growing. improving or giving advice to improve okay. other people. Or fiction can help you grow as well. I think there's like studies on that. That it's like important because it opens up like a different part of your mind. You're like in this like because you're thinking outside of real world. Holy so crap. like 
Yeah. I'm doing Pride and Prejudice. That's okay, it. Okay, there we go. Is that her favorite book? <laughs> no, you're going to hate it. <laughs> like, it's not, yeah, because I don't, like, I feel like you need, like, like you either need something that's like, oh, like, this is going to make you better, or, like, action. Like, you're always waiting for, like, the, oh, like, when's the ball going to drop? Like, there yeah, ain't no ball. There's no ball. <laughs> but it's just, like, the, day life kind I of actually, thing. like, fell in love with it in, like, English class in, what, 10th grade when you have to do this okay and i might want to she has to it's a challenge one of my favorite books is gone with the wind i actually pulled on that bad boy oh really it's an intense one and i read it on a stair climber i must have climbed a million stairs it took me it took me like 100 hours to read that thing oh yeah it's a huge book yeah i did what a, that, that sounds like a lot of fun, doesn't it? Yeah, right. Stair climber plus Gone with the Gone Wind. With the Wind. There That's you what go. I did. I did that through my entire fellowship. Every day, I would go in the stair climber for a little bit, and I would like just veg out and read Gone with the Wind. That's what I did. That sounds amazing. I, I wish I could have done that. I mean, mine was the hopefully going to Orange Theory <laughs> once a week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my fellowship was. Um, I definitely had time to do that. Um, but it was, it was, that's a whole thing. We could yeah. talk about that all the time. Okay, so what is your favorite color? I have two. Oh. Yellow and purple. How dare you? Yellow and purple. What were your wedding colors? Sunset colors, because the sunset, like, means a lot to me. Oh, Aww, that's sweet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, like, burnt orange, like, yeah, that kind of stuff. Can we go a little bit more personal? Sure. Okay, so I never asked you this, but when the when this recording's going, I'm going to ask you now. <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay, so tell me about your tattoo. Oh, I hope you dance. So um, me and my sister, when my sister, when I actually turned 18, my mom paid for us to have the I hope you dance tattoos. So my mom, when my mom and dad got divorced, that's what she would sing to us over and over again, and she just wanted us to, you know, Aww. dance. <laughs> and me and my sister also grew up dancing. I was a competitive dancer, so was my sister. We did duets, you know, every year. So that was super uh, close to us. And then when I moved to college, I came back and I got that tattoo. My sister has the same one on her foot. And um, it was it's very, you know, you know my sister. And then oh, for yeah. my wedding, um, instead of we did, I did I Hope Dance for my mom. And then we did a mom-daughter dance. And then I had my sister and my brother come in and they danced with us Aww. too. Oh, so it's a very cute. like You, you have know. such chills. I know. That's sweet. That is so sweet. I did not know that. And I love it. Yeah. Oh, well, I hope our listeners will like that, yeah, too. Well, you know, I mean, my family, we're, like, super close. Yeah. Like, too close. We're, like, <laughs> those Italian families that, like, scream at each other, and then yeah. we love each other. And then we love each other. Later. Okay, so I know we're supposed to be asking rapid-fire questions, but I want to go into this dance thing a little bit more. So, okay, competitive dance. So, what what type of dance? Jazz, tap. Uh, I didn't compete ballet, but we were forced to do ballet. Yeah. Um, contemporary. I had that comment. <laughs> We yeah. did that. We all three yeah. did that. Yeah. Yeah. I hate, I never I did didn't, ballet. I just did jazz and tap. We See, had to do ballet I, in my company. Yeah. So but what I, I really think that it does, and I think a lot of very successful people, it helps you with time management. Mm, a lot yeah. because I wasn't allowed to so I lived at the dance studio um, I you know literally got picked up would go there and came home at 10 o'clock at night did it Saturday sometimes oh on gosh. Sundays so um, you know I think and I had to get all A's my, my parents were like we're not paying for this unless you continue with your grades and um so it just taught me and i i'm very big into having like my own life like my own friends i you know other things and making sure that everything is balanced it's the libra in me and i'm all about balance 
Um, and you know, to really do that, you really need good time management skills. And that I think really helped me going through to college and then to, you know, medical school. Like I was not that med student that like sat in the library 24 seven. I did very well, but you know, I feel like we all have two separate lives. Yeah. (laughs) And that's what I strive for is like, that's the balance. Like I'm an I think I'm an amazing doctor. You know, I really, you know, tried to excel academically, but then I needed that, like, completely like separate. Kind oh, of I love yeah. that. And you're yeah. following what you truly, like, you loved and enjoyed it, and it was fun. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I, I think that, yeah, I think that your your theory on that is so true about, you know, to, be, to have the fun, you got to, like, work, and you got to fit it in, and, like, if there's if the scale is tipping one way or another, you know, that's... Yeah, it is important to find that. Wait, what's your sign? I'm a Taurus. Oh. We gotta look this up. So it's almost Libra season. I'm gonna say October 18th. Everybody, <laughs> um, we love birthdays. I love birthdays. I, I should like shamelessly. Love we it. just talked about that with Joni yesterday. I'm Joni's sure you like, did. I was just Betsy loves birthdays. Like Joni, <laughs> yeah. when's your birthday? Oh my, she's the it's coming up. November 16th is hers. But the thing about her is, um, this is something that works in our office. We, we forgot we're still on a podcast here. Yeah. <laughs> She is, um, she is the most obsessed with the zodiac signs. Oh, really? Really? Apparently, apparently, no, she's never told me that. Apparently, it's an Aquarius thing to not know anything about zodiac. (laughs) I guess that's part of it. So I just think that's very little. I know mine, and the next one is Gemini, and I don't know anything else. Yeah, I know my my other two because we got my bachelorette party. We had someone come and do our our start our signs. By the way. Is oh, it the so rising? The, the right to actually ha- pay someone to come and tell you about like your sign versus yeah. the stars. Oh. Yeah. So my my do this regular sign is Aquarius, whatever that one is, and then my moon is Scorpio, and my other one is Cancer. And it's interesting because my sister and I have the same like second and thir- secondary ones, but uh-huh. then she's a Scorpio. And I'm an Aquarius. So it's like, oh, this is probably why we fight. <laughs> I mean, we're two, we're like very similar, but they're very different. Yeah. <laughs> Team building. Yeah. Team building. I was, yeah, that sounds interesting. Yes. I mean, we were in New Orleans. It was very appropriate. Oh, it was very that's fitting. So yeah. cool. Yeah. Hers was a, because she loves cats, catch Lorette. I catch Lorette party. Cute. <laughs> I know. I, I wish we could go back in time because I would have forced myself to be at that invite. You would have. I, I know. would have. We I weren't... forced myself to be invited to her wedding, but now okay. I'm glad I was there. I was glad you were there too. Ah, my wedding was fun. Her wedding was fun. And I knew that our friendship was, we were definitely great friends, but I'm like, listen, we're going to get to be very good Yeah, you, you were like, you don't even know yet. Yeah, you don't know. I have my eye on you for BFF and this is just how it's going to work. And we're going to go down these specific steps to be able to do this. Yeah. So, oh, okay. So um, what's your favorite thing to cook? Ooh, I would say sauce. 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 Yeah. Sauce. Oh. He's from Florida, though. Sauce. Okay. Yeah, you can still have that accent in South Florida. Oh, <laughs> oh you can? Okay. Yeah. I'm <laughs> Jersey, right? I mean, yeah, but South my family's Florida from is... New York, so. Yeah, oh, South Florida, okay. basically, like, half of it is like, in Jersey and the New North. York. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and what's your, so your husband's a pilot. What's your favorite place you've ever visited? Ooh, that's, I would say... Hmm. St. Croix because I dive and when you go off of the beach it's like it's like a straight shot like hundreds of feet down and when I was there it was super clear like the water was amazing and um, fun fact I actually want to be a marine biologist didn't we all 
Is that? I, you know, maybe it's a Florida kid. It thing. might be a Florida thing. I swear, at some point, everyone Everybody. I knew wanted to be a marine biologist. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I know a lot of people who said it because yeah. it sounds like, whoa, it's almost like, I want to be a rocket scientist yeah, yeah. or a brain surgeon, a.k.a. Yeah. bariatric surgeon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. what we, that's what we wanted to do. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Do you have any other questions for her? No, I was going to ask, that was going to be my other question would be like, what would your travel destination, like dream goal yeah, where like, do you want to go? go? Bora Bora. Bora Bora. I know. That's that, that's my answer, too. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be in, like, that hut in the middle of nowhere. Yes. Yeah. That 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 visual. Although they have some, like, it looks like sandals in Jamaica that look like that. But I'm like, like the no, in a, in a heart, please. Yeah. Right? That's that one? Yeah, that, like, no, is in oh, a heart. Check the sandals one. Yeah. My but, yeah, there are a lot of other places. There are other places that do, like, the overwater but I don't think I can. So I think being a surgeon, you're always have to like be doing something because we're used to working hundreds yeah. hours a week. And so my husband went to me and he's like, Diana, you're only gonna be able to do this for like two days. Like yeah. there's nothing else you're to not do. Be able to relax I know. That. I know. I know. I would be excellent at vacation. Oh, yeah. He's so good at it. I'm like basically Ken. Like my job could be beach. Oh, Ken coming out. Yeah. Huh? Okay. <laughs> I love that. I, I wasn't expecting that twist and turn. Yeah. So when you go on vacation, you would prefer like a European, let's go here, sightsee, run around, or would you prefer like just laying very, very still on the beach with a book or just closing your eyes and So my perfect vacation in the middle. So I really like to relax, but also not have anything planned and just like walk around the city. And that's kind of what we did when I went to Italy, like walk around, nothing was planned. Like you meet new people, you go like to the bars, like, and you just go and like meet everyone. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of what, but then also I'm a history nerd. So I have to, you have to get that. I have to get that film. So like, you can't not, right. You can't like not like the Coliseum. It's literally impossible to not get history while you're, exactly. So like something, but I don't need to go to like every single church. Yes. Like that kind of situation. Your neck starts to hurt from looking up at all the ceilings. It's gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like, wow, look at this. Yeah. 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 I, I like to just veg out with Hannah. Yeah. I really do. I actually, I actually like when we did our honeymoon, I had a hard time relaxing. Because I wanted to be like, go, go. We yeah. were in Rome, too. So it was just like, I wanted to go. Because I was like, we're here. I kind of wanted well, to be in a job. Yeah. But if then, I'm like, in Rome, I'm moving. Yeah. But I could also do like a beach. I'd rather a beach, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when I went to Sorrento, we went to the beach. I'm like, we're going to the beach. Yeah. I'm laying here for three hours. Right, right. Okay. Morning person, night person. I used to be a night person. But thank you to surgery. I am now a morning person. Do you feel like that's where you're your best, though? Yes, 100%. Really? I can do everything in the morning. I do my chores in the morning, laundry. Like, if, I, if I'm if i not working, then, like, I know that before 2 is my best time. After 2, I'm not getting anything done. Wow. I mean, I'm like that, too. But she's more I'm of a night person. Yeah. So I've had to adjust when I want to work with Hannah. I'm like, all right, I'm going to, yeah, like... We definitely had some light, late nights for me. Yeah, for because, sure. Well, I was also working. Yeah. So there was also the asking during the day. She was busy, and so then I couldn't oh. get her until then. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, I tend to be more the opposite of like, I can, if I get up and get started on something, sometimes that's really the best thing for me. But mm-hmm. a lot of times I'll get that like burst of like, all right, let's do this, like 2 30. I'm like, all right, let's. Yeah. Let's knock some stuff out. Let's do it. I Mine's know, like but eyes open, 6.55, 7 no. o'clock, I'm out. Oh, I like it even I'm earlier. I love it when it's still mm-hmm. dark out, everyone's asleep, and you feel like you're, like, cheating the world because mm-hmm. you're, like, in there doing this stuff. Yeah. Know? While everyone else is, like, lazy. Oh, they're sleeping. Yeah. Speaking of how many hours do you sleep at night, what's perfect? Nine. Okay, uh-huh. I'm a big sleeper, too. Yeah. I know. 
I don't get it during the week and then I hibernate and we all know this and it's just, yes, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like one of those weirdos that know exactly, like I will wake up nine hours. Wow. To the, like the dot. It's impressive. Yeah. I think I'm that's like eight per- now. I've gotten better. Yeah. I mean, but- you, we, we all know we need to sleep, you guys. Yeah. Like we, we absolutely do. Well, that, I mean, because you go, go, go. And then you just collapse. I mean, at some point you're like, all right. I can't do this anymore. No. I can't do this. For sure. Any other questions? Oh my gosh. Let me think. I had like a million that were coming to me. Then we get off on tangents and I'm like, shocking. I went, Oh, what's your favorite thing to work out? What's your favorite? Like, what's your fitness routine? Oh, um, orange theory. So I like the fact that I don't have to choose that. I I have to make one choice and that is to get there, to go to class, I have to to get there. And then you just burn, burn it out. And then you feel great after. Can you run? Okay, so can you do the asthma walk? The asthma after COVID has really okay killed that. But um, I do walk run, but Co- Orange Theory lets you walk. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. I've never done Orange Theory because I'm like I can't run. No, it lets you. It lets you walk. You walk on an incline. You can also do walk run. Oh. Um, you row, and then you do um, like lift weights for half the time too. So it it gets your. It does both. It does of, both. Yeah. Strength and yeah. cardio. We should do a class together then. Let's do it. Sorry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Body by bariatrics goes yeah. to theory. We're going to. I want to see you golf again. Enough. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I am taking up tennis. Yeah. That's new in season two because I just started this. Yeah. And now I'm totally obsessed. obsessed because my I do sport- want to come play with you sometime. That'd be fun. I would I love that. Years. Oh, good. So we'll be about the same. Too. You'll probably be better than me. Oh. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm like, I'm very dedicated. I know you are. I, I mean, I put it on my schedule. That, that's the one thing I'm like, guys, is. is if I didn't do that, I would just, you would never stop. I would just be working. Work. Yeah. So I have my one thing a week. I was like, all right, I'm doing tennis at this time. Yeah. Like you really got to have a significant issue of, if I'm going to talk to you during that one hour. Gosh, how dare you? How dare I? I know. I'm like, I'll get back to you on a Sunday night. Don't worry. I'll get you at some point. Some point, but not during my tennis not time. Not- <laughs> So yeah. I'm not going to tell anybody when it is because you guys are trying to bother me. And I'm not letting it yes. happen. No, 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 no. I'm going to do me on that. Yeah. Well, Diana, any closing thoughts, anything for the people? The people? The people of Dr. X Dietitian. I'm so excited to be here. I, you know, I'm living, you know, my dream. So if you guys have any questions, please reach out. Yeah. yeah. And Diana is accepting. Dr. Lane is accepting new patients. Yes. We are completely virtual. So she's seeing new patients, finals. She does sleep. She does gastric bypasses. She does revisions. She did extensive work. It's called foregut surgery, which is up in our turf. So hiatal hernias, parasophageal hernias, um, conversions of sleeves, the bypass, taking out bands, all the fun tracks. All the things. She does all the things. All Bariatrics. the things. Bariatrics. Uh, <laughs> minimally invasive, surgical techniques, excellent clinician. Um, and obviously you could hear it here. Like she sounds cool. Yeah. I'm like, well, I didn't know that about you. I'm like, I like this. I know. She's a diver. She's a well, dancer. I like, know. I when mean, we met, we had like our like interview kind of just meeting. Right. And we like found, there were like seven things we realized we had in common. It was so funny. It was so it was fun. Like, I mean, even down to the fact that both of our weddings were like impacted by hurricanes. Exactly. Like in the same year, like all of this stuff. It was so funny. It was like, are we the same? I know. Like, <laughs> you guys even knew mutual people, right? Yeah, because I had like, I had friends in college yeah. that went to St. Thomas. So yeah. my it's friend, a very yeah, ours is a very tight knit. It can be, yeah, yeah. You can find that that in common. So yeah, a friend of mine who's a doctor now is uh she went to UF though. And wow, yeah. That is so, so cool. No, yeah. but so much more to get to know us. So please follow her. So tell us your Instagram handle. 
Dr. Diana Lane. That is on Instagram. Yep. And then of course, follow us on Dr. X Dietitian on Instagram. Yes. Like us, follow us, retag us, share it. Yes. And then of course, subscribe to us. Yes. And like, and share with everybody. Like we said, um, give us a rating. If you feel in the mood, we know we left you for so long, but I promise we're back and we're wow. really excited. And we've got lots of fun stuff coming up. Um, always feel free. Send us any ideas, anything you want to hear on the podcast. We're happy to. So send us a DM at Dr. X Dietitian. Check out our website, drxdietitian.com. You can follow me at hannahskyler.rd. You can follow Dr. Dovek at Dr. Dovek. And I think that's pretty much it. We got all. And uh, if not, you, you find us somewhere. We're everywhere. So you'll find us. And thanks for joining. And we'll see you all next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.